Welcome to the Intelligent Dynamic Sensing Podcast. My name is Bruce Malkinson, and I'm the Chief Operating Officer for Accenture Technology Corporation. In each episode, you will learn from industry experts who share their insights and strategies on how to reveal hidden surface data and optimize the performance, comfort, and safety of surfaces. We will discuss and present solutions that have worked for real-world applications across fields like product design and safety testing, consumer, clinical, and human body performance. Hello, Antonio, and welcome to our Intelligent Dynamics Sensing Podcast. Hi, Bruce. Thank you for inviting me. So uh, I'm really looking forward to our upcoming webinar on shoe fitting and um, <clears throat> interested in finding out more about, you know, what trainers and professional athletes and, and in fact, everyday people um, ought to consider and uh, in shoe fitting and how that tech, how technology might provide some new insights in that process of uh, selecting footwear. Uh, and I guess to start, <clears throat> you know, other than how comfortable a shoe feels, how does an athlete know the shoes are the right size and fit for their feet? Uh, yeah, uh, I would like to start uh, mentioning the fact that the for an athlete, a shoe can be uh, his best friend and also the worst enemy, uh, depending on how uh, how the process of show fitting is performed. And this is still an underrated aspect in uh, in professional sports today. Uh, regarding the, 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 the show fitting process, so that then how comfortable it feels, uh, the, the shoe, uh, we need to know that uh, the first thing to do is uh, matching the, the the shape of the individual feet uh, of, of the athletes to the shape of the of the shoe so uh understanding uh some uh, measurements is fundamental especially uh, understanding how to fit a foot in a uh, in a straight uh, in a straight lasted shoe or in a semi-curved or in a curved last shoe, uh, we can have a look at the uh, forefoot varus angles or the forefoot valgus angle. If there is a forefoot varus angles that fall within one and eight degrees, uh, this uh, foot optimally fit within a semi-curved shoe. And if there is a, uh, a forefoot varus angles that is greater then eight degrees, uh, this usually necessitate a curved lasted shoe. Uh, and uh, if a forefoot, uh, if the foot has a forefoot varus, a valgus, or is a neutral forefoot orientation, uh, normally this kind of 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 shape uh, fit optimally uh, within a straight uh, a straight lasted uh, construction of a shoe. Okay, so there's a lot more to. Uh... To shoe fitting, <clears throat> when it comes to, uh, to understanding how that impacts performance, and I understand that in some sports, footwear are regulated, and I'm wondering, how does that create challenges in fitting? Yeah, uh, this is uh, an, an important question, because uh, there are some sports that uh, have a regulation of, uh, of some uh, Characteristics of, uh, of of footwear, and this create uh, additional challenges in uh, in the fitting process. And uh, let, let's let's think about the the spike uh, 
shows using track and field and in sprinting uh, specialties where there is a regulation on the amount uh, and number of, of spikes uh, and studs that can be uh, inserted into the into the into the soul. So, um, having this in mind, uh, technologies, and we will see this in detail. Uh, technologies like uh, plantar pressure mapping can uh, add a big value in the in the process by providing objective data uh, on how a specific shoe is is working uh, and is impacting an athlete uh, biomechanics. And, you know, once those shoes are fit, I'm wondering to, to what degree is the footwear fit influenced by a particular athlete's running or playing style uh, in their sport of choice? Uh, yeah, of course, uh, a footwear fit is influenced by an athlete's running or playing style, but uh, we need to uh, to understand that our primary um, our primary goal is not to really use the uh, the, the shoes to pr to address uh, biomechanical deficiency or to address a certain playing style. If there is a biomechanical deficiency, uh, we want to fix this from a uh, training point of view and technical point of view first and then mm -hmm. uh, we will look at how a specific show like a support show or a motion control show can uh, add uh, some support in uh, in uh, in uh, in the sport so of course playing style is also uh, influencing depending on on the type of sport but it's not uh, from my perspective, our primary concern. Now, you mentioned uh, briefly uh, the use of plantar pressure, and of course, that's a, a key topic we want to drill into, in, and will you will drill into in the webinar. But I'm wondering, how does the plantar pressure data uh, that might be used in, in assisting the fitting of these shoes provide insights into things like cushioning or shock absorption or support? Yeah, uh, plantar pressure data can, can provide uh, both uh, coaches uh, and, and athletes uh, with um, immediate actionable data and insights into how a specific shoe impact and affect the magnitude of impact forces uh, during a specific uh, task, whether it is a sprint, whether it is a, a landing after a jump, uh, whether it is a side-to-side movement a quick stop uh in uh in court sport and so on so uh, we can look at how uh, certain areas of the of the foot are being loaded uh and how different shoes impact that uh that uh, that particular uh, element and also how other kind of uh, shows provide support, especially in athletes that tend to have an excessive pronation uh, pronation mechanics. And uh, plantar pressure data can provide this kind of information by uh, immediately, uh, both uh, by visualizing 
uh, as a quality from a qual qualitative point of view the pressure map and then by analyzing the the curves for the different segments of uh, of the foot now uh, you meant you did um uh, also mentioned a little bit about how the the footwork can be the the best friend or the worst enemy of the athlete and i'm wondering how, how does the footwear affect the natural movement of the foot yeah uh of course the the, the 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 some foot some shoes can affect the natural movement of the foot and uh i mean um depending on the sports and the activity required uh this is not always uh, a bad thing uh it depends on how much we need some joint restriction and how much we don't need uh let's let's have let's have a look at some uh, basketball shoes especially the high the high cut that uh that they, they have a the, the primary goal of limit the the, the and restrict the, the 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 movement of the ankle joint especially in uh, in dorsiflexion uh using the high cut can excessively limit dorsiflexion in uh, in uh, in basketball player uh, uh, and on the other hand using a lower cat shoes in the upper can uh, probably put the the basketball player to an increased risk of of ankle uh, injuries which is a higher incident incidence in uh, in in basketball so uh, plantar pressure mapping can help in uh, trying to find the optimal balance when fitting the shoes. Uh, and this balance uh, should take into account the need for performance, but also on the other side of the spectrum, the need for the reduction of the injury risk. So so the, the footwear is obviously key in, in promoting proper biomechanics and helping an athlete maintain good form during performance what 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 are some of the the data from the from the planet pressure insoles that um can reveal those kind of things uh, I, I would like to uh, to to mention that uh from from, from my perspective uh, when using plantar pressure mapping technology to assess the the foot the footwear uh it's uh it's it's better to use uh plantar pressure mapping insole so in show measurement respect than the respect than uh plantar uh pressure mapping uh platform and mats this is because we can uh see how not only how the shoes interact with the ground but how an individual fit is interacting within the shoe so this is fundament fundamental for the shoe fitting process we want to see how a specific uh shoe is affecting the the propulsion and the the whole uh step phase so with plantar pressure data we can look at proper biomechanics by looking at the movement of the center of pressure and the shape of the center of pressure and also if the timing of the center of pressure 
is uh, I like to say is uh, um, fluid in the movement and there is no uh, hesitation uh, in any part of the stance phase uh, when trying to move our center of mass forward. Okay, so uh, I, I guess uh, in parallel to that, so can, can having that plantar pressure data uh, from within the shoe uh, reveal any insights into how the shoe interacts with the ground, you, you know, traction, cushioning response, or or other attributes. Yeah, uh, absolutely, uh, and I, I I can say that uh, it's the only technology uh, available today can, that can provide uh, this type of information about how the shoe interacts with uh, with the ground, and uh, especially if a uh, shoe is uh, effective in uh, creating that cushioning uh, response in terms of uh, decreasing the, the 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 impact forces and how uh, a specific shoe is transmitting uh, forces uh, during the ground. Uh, it's uh, always good to remember that. Uh, we are not really interested in uh, uh, in how quick an athlete is living uh, the, the 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 ground uh, with the foot, but in how effective is in transmitting force uh, into the ground. This is the key to a faster athlete and to an efficient athlete. And with plantar pressure mapping, we can uh, really uh, look at how that forces is transmitted uh, over the uh, the surface of the foot, rather than looking at how quick is uh, uh, getting off the ground with the with the, with the foot. So, <clears throat> I, I guess for my final question, what I'm interested in is understanding uh, uh, for athletes that might require some kind of alignment or biomechanical correction. Are some shoes? specifically designed to address biomechanical issues? And can the plantar pressure data uh, inform the footwear selection for corrective technologies like, you know, extra arch support or pronation control, things like that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, with plantar pressure mapping, we can really see where the foot uh, goes during the during the the gait cycle, whether it is a normal walking or it's a, a sprinting, it's a running, uh, and uh, we can if an athlete has an excessive uh, pronation uh, mechanics, uh, we can uh, look at how a specific uh, motion control shows are pronation control shows uh, is effective in uh, correcting that kind of uh, of quality movement patterns and we can see this uh, with the with the pressure distribution and also with the the what we call the gate line so how the 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 the, the, the different segments of the foot are moving uh, in the different phases of stain of stance at impact in the mid stance and 
and propulsion. And uh, plantar pressure mapping is really uh, effective in providing this information. Uh, uh, it's not enough uh, to, to fit a shoe, but just by matching the shoe size and the shoe shape. Uh, but we want to really... Uh, diff uh, same shows can have different effect on uh, on uh, on different type of athletes because it's highly individual. And with plantar pressure mapping, we can differentiate and we can guide athletes making uh, making proper decision and trying to to make a show uh, a best friend uh, for performance rather than uh, an enemy. Well, that that uh, kind of wraps up the questions I have in the advance of the webinar, which I know will provide significantly more depth of insight into this process. And thank you again for your time today, Antonio, and look forward to joining you in our upcoming webinar. Thank you, Bruce. Looking forward to our webinar where we are going to uh, discuss in detail and elaborate more on the topic. Thank you for tuning in to the Intelligent Dynamic Sensing Podcast. To learn more, go to Accenture.com or email us at sales at Accenture.com with any questions you may have. We'd love to hear from you. Never miss an episode by subscribing anywhere you listen to podcasts.